NL East preview edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up today, use the promo code MLB SGPN, and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter our bonus contest. Five winners will receive shirts, hats, and a $50 SGPN gift card. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Thursday, I reckon. Yeah, the 29th of February. And we are here. This is number two in our divisional preview series. Uh, Moonaf and the boys cracked out the episode on. Tuesday night, and we have got the NL East to have a look at tonight, so we'll go through all five teams, we'll make some decent picks, we'll make some speculative picks, um, Dylan will no doubt tear into his New York Mets. Um, first up, I've just mentioned him, Mr Dylan Rockford. Dylan, it is the 29th of February, how many times have you been proposed to today? Uh, zero. I was just going to say yeah. happy leap, leap day or leap year, whatever you want to say. But Malcolm, good to be back. Uh, we're less than a month away from opening day. I cannot fucking wait. And yeah, got Adam here on too. Uh, great to talk to a Philly fan about, you know, how good the Phillies will actually be this year. And I lo- can't wait to talk about how bad the Mets will be. <laughs> yeah, we have got another insider, as Dylan just intimated. Uh, I missed Adam's appearance last year on the show, so I'm delighted to eventually spend an hour with him. Um, Mr. Adam Rosenberg. Adam, hey, how are you? Good, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, and I'll, I'll let everyone, I'll remind everyone that the uh, the last two times that the Phillies won the World Series were in leap years. Oh, uh, wow. And 2008. So, just, let, just, just saying. saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Uh, but no, yeah, good to be here um, again for uh, from, for some NL East slander. We'll try to find some value uh, despite uh, you know a couple of teams worth hating on. Um, Adam coming with the gold standard stats already. The leap, the leap year stats. Um, the comments is always lively. Captain Sino first in. Aye, aye, Captain. How are you, Catfish? Has joined us as well. There's a few other people lurking about. So if you're in the YouTube and you want to say hello. Uh, by all means, do that. And um, if you're listening at a later date, uh, bigger friend, tell a friend, like, subscribe, five star, comment, get your mom to do it, all that sort of stuff. Um, 28 days to opening day, to the official opening day. We've got the little um, Soul Series coming up first as well, which is a nice little um, aperitif for the main for the main season. I think that's the 21st of March. Uh, talking about you, uh, Darvish, and. Um, Yoshi potentially pitching as well in that opening. Uh, so that'll be the first time two Japanese pitchers have pitched on opening day against each other. Um, I've been watching some spring training. I've got some spring training on right now. It is the Rockies at the Cubs. The Rockies leading 8-4. And even just the whole... The, the sun has come out this week and it just feels a little bit more like baseball season. Um, Sean made me throughout some spring training picks on YouTube earlier on. When that's a 
poison chalice. If I'm, I mean, you probably shouldn't bet on spring training, but it's on. There's a lot of people sitting in the office, especially over your side of the ocean. Um, I think I'm over three so far. Uh, so if you want to know what to feed, keep joining the YouTube shorts. And but I'm feeling more prepared, I think, than ever um, for this upcoming MLB season. I've been drafting a few baseball uh, fantasy leagues myself and Noah. They're currently drafting the TGFBI, uh, which is a little industry league. It's slow going. It's a four-hour clock. Honestly, yeah. I've had weeks in prison go quicker than this uh, this draft going at the moment. And I'm um, training. So the Newcastle Nighthawks training, spring training, is on on Sunday. So I'm going to go and lead the league in sitting in my chair, drinking beer and scoring the game um, this season as well. So looking forward to that. But this division, I think, um, we were just saying off air before we started, it's one of the least exciting divisions from a betting point of view. You've got to be creative here if you want to try and find a pick because you've got a minus 285 favourite. It, you've effectively got four tiers of team in, in a five-team division. The NL Central are covered by six games. There's a six-game spread between the best projection and the worst projection. There's all sorts of things you can get into. This, you've got a 35-game spread. And like I say, you've got Atlanta are in a tier by themselves. It's nine and a half games back to the Phillies, who are in a tier by themselves. It's nine and a half games back to a two-team tier of the Mets and Washington. And then it's another 16 games. Uh, sorry, the Mets and Miami. Then it's 16 games all the way back to Washington. So to find a bet you have to be a little bit more creative. So that's the task that we set ourselves. I know Adam's uh, picked out some exotic stuff um, down the card as well. So the I'll tell you what we'll do. We will get into the divisional odds. I'll give you the odds for the uh, for the division, the World Series, etc. First, I'm going to tell you about Underdog Fantasy and the easiest place to play fantasy sports and the fastest growing app in the industry. Um, just pick whether your favourite players are going to go higher or lower on the stack total. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night, picking the spicy players. Uh, just pick between two and five uh, players to build a pick em entry. Loads of fun. We've been doing it all um, season long on the NFL. They've got the Premier League up there. A uh, little shout out to the Premier League Gambling Podcast. Uh, so sign up today. The promo code, our promo code especially, is MLB. SGPN, and they will double your first deposit up to $100, and you'll get an instant pick them special as well. So visit underdogfantasy.com, find them, find them in the app store, and don't forget to register with our code MLBSGPN. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100, as well as an instant pick them special. Must be 18 or over and present the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.com. Dot org. Um, SGP are teaming up with Underdogs to give you more of a bonus if you sign up between now and the end of the month, which is in about an hour and a half's time. Uh, you'll have to be quick for me anyway. Uh, five winners receive an Underdog hat, Underdog shirt, and $50 SGP and gift card. Sign up today using the promo code SGPN. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash dog to enter the contest for your chance to win. Uh, Munaf has um, joined in the chat. Munaf, he's He's into me already. His first comment of the new season. Why is Mal so pale? I think I look all right, don't I? All right. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say you grew out the beard a little, Mal. Yeah, it's it's 
cold, Dylan, is what it is. It's a very the northeast of England is. They got one more day of February, you know? He can he can cling to it. (laughs) So this is for warmth. Uh, once the sun comes out for a couple of days, I'll whip it off and you can see my pretty face. Um, okay, we'll go from top to bottom. We'll start with the Atlanta Braves. Um, plus 550 for the World Series, minus 285 for the division, minus 1400 to make the playoffs. Then we've got a total here of 101.5 games, 101 and a half games. So, yeah, the 104 games last season. They led the league in runs scored, 947, with a run differential of plus 231, which is an absolute madness. And really, there's there's nothing changed. They haven't lost anybody of any consequence to free agency or what have you. The big addition is Chris Sale. And the Braves are in such a good spot at the moment, such a privileged spot, that they've... They, they traded Chris Hill for Vaughan Grissom, which was an interesting trade. Um, Chris Hill started well in spring. He looks okay. But really, all they've signed him for is for a couple of October starts. They don't even need him to throw 130 innings over 24 starts. They don't need him. If they can get two October starts out of Chris Hill, he'll have, um, he, he's fulfilled his brief. So I think, it's a, I think it's a great signing. They've got a little bit of SP depth, which you'd expect. AJ smith Shover. In Dylan Dodd. So it's really hard to pick holes in them. Um, they are projected first in Batten Wall, they're projected third in SP Wall, and they're projected second in Bullpen Wall. So there's just no chinks in the armour at all. I, won't, I don't want to be backing them at 92 for the World Series because what's the point? It's a short price to tie up your money. And even if they win the division by a million, Going into the playoffs, what price are they going to be to win the World Series on October the 1st? 3-1? to 5-2? to two? Yeah, I mean, it's not a huge drop-off to, to be tying six months' money up for an extra point and a half anyway. So that doesn't really blow my skirt up particularly. Um, I do like the total. The total is 101 and a half. And I don't see any reason for regression. Um, so, they, like I say, the 104 games... So the books are even giving you two two games back from last year's win total, if you want. Like I say, this division and this team particularly were hard to find an exotic bet for. Um, so I, I don't want to take them on the World Series, but I will take the over um, 101 and a half games, I think. And that's about all you can do for the Braves. They're just going to chug along. Dylan, I mean, did you, uh, did you get into some more exotic markets or uh... can, you, can you make a case against them at all? Yeah, so I have some player props I'll say at the uh, a little towards the end, but I agree. I think they're shooing for the playoffs. I think they're going to win their 24th uh, division title. Crazy. Um, but, you know, I'm actually going to go on the other side. I'm going to take a chance and bet we see a little regression out of the Braves. You know, yes, Atlanta, they have put back-to-back 100-plus win seasons. But personally, I've never liked backing a team to do that twice, let alone three years straight. And, you know, with the length of the MLB season, one bad month could ruin a team's chances to, you know, get triple digit wins. So I think the Braves honestly might have the second best roster in the league. And they're definitely going to win a ton of games. You mentioned uh, Chris Sale. I even like Jared Klinik. I think they're both by low candidates with a lot of upside, if I'm being honest. So even if they don't pan out, I, I think the Braves rotation and their lineup is stacked. I my numbers came out to around 97 wins. So I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did go over again. But I'm just gonna trust my numbers. I'm gonna 
bank on a little regression and take a stab at the under. Uh, do you want me to say my player props after Adam, or you want me to just go in for him now? No, you carry on, Dylan. Let's uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. do them now. Let's get them all together. Do all yeah. all your Braves love or non love uh, yeah. doing now? Uh, I got some love for Matt Olson. Give me home run leader at plus seven fifty. I mean, how can we not include the reigning leader as a contender? You know, uh, Olson. He was the only player in twenty twenty three to hit at least fifty home runs, leading obviously behind Kyle Schwarber by seven. And you know, I, I think after that, there's it's a very hittable hit, hitter friendly ballpark in Atlanta. You know, big lefty. I think he should have a lot of opportunities to hit uh, home runs at home. So. I'm going to go uh, Matt Olson, home run leader at plus 750. I like Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, to lead the league in steals at plus 150. He led the MLB last season with 73. Uh, first time in his career, he he paced both uh, leagues. And the second time, uh, he led the National League. Uh, 37 in 2029, it only led the NL as well. And, you know, I think he's the favorite for a reason, even if he doesn't miss some time, I do think if he could stay healthy, I think he'll be, uh, he'll lead the league in steals. And then my last one is Spencer Strider to lead the league in strikeouts. Uh, you were mentioning, uh, pre, pre, uh, preseason today. I was watching a game and he looks like he's in mid form already. I mean, he just destroyed the competition in the market last season with 281. And I just can't pr- predict him not to have another good year. You know, he finished with 257 uh, last season. That was 30 more, 31 more than Garrett Cole, who, you know, he led the pack in behind uh, Spencer Strider. So, you know, I just think he Strider's the strikeout machine. And if he could stay healthy, if he gets around 185, maybe close to 200 innings, I just don't see anyone catching him. So, yeah, Spencer Schreider to lead the league in strikeouts, Ronald Acuna to lead the league in steals, Matt Olson to lead the league in home runs, but I'm going to fade him on the win total. I'm tapping in soon with the chats backing that up in the the uh, playing the awards markets. We just said that you've got to try and find a creative angle into this team because there's not an obvious one. And the awards markets is a great way to do it. So, um that's an excellent point in Sano makes, and Dylan backs that up uh, with those player props. Adam, um, much of a, a loving for you for the Braves? How's your relationship with them? I mean, I've been Braves have been killing me softly since I was, you know, since I first started watching baseball when I was, you know, seven um, as a Phillies fan. But look, I, I'm not interested in playing the win total just purely based on the fact that. Uh, locking up your money for six months on something that you're, you're going to have to sweat mathematically until September just doesn't really appeal to me. Um, I actually am on the other side. I think that taking them at the five to one for the world series, it, I, I did lay that. I, I, I like it because it's, you're not going to get a better number and they have, they have five of the top 20 hitters in the league, arguably in their starting lineup. And um, two of their pitchers are like, and they have fantastic rotation. I mean, like their ceilings there and you're never going to get that number um, in terms of just kind of creative stuff though, that I have looked at, um, I, you know, it's chalky again, but like I took Strider for, to win Cy Young at six to one. Um, I think six to one for a guy that, the only reason he didn't win it last year is because his ERA was too high because he only threw two pitches. He now has a curveball, which we saw on display today, and he looked great, um, which is going to drastically change how uh, he's, you know, his timing is going to be a lot better because he's not he's he's now going to have off speed stuff. So uh, that's been his biggest complaint. But uh, you know, I, I liked uh, you know Dylan's look on on Olson. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big Jared Clinic guy. Uh, you know, we call him in Philadelphia. We call him uh, White Don Brown. Don Brown was a guy who played for the Phillies. Blossomed for one season and started just clubbing the ball, special left-handed hitting, and then kind of disappeared. But I, I like clinic on this. Um, 
but uh, I'm also looking at Austin Riley at um, uh, at 35 to one to win to have the most home runs. So um, if you figure that Matt Olson, there's gonna they're gonna have to find creative ways to pitch around this lineup. So certain guys are gonna get more pitches than others. Matt Olson might end up getting a lot more walks. I don't know how it might break out, but 35 to one for a guy who's got 40 home run ceiling. Uh, we've seen it before with Riley. Um, I like that actually more than him as MVP. I know people are pretty high on him for MVP. MVP, I want to have somebody who I know is going to be able to steal 20-some bases and do stuff like that, uh, which, by the way, like Acuna is probably not going to slow down. People don't realize like how great he was in 90 games three years ago. <laughs> but uh, I like Austin Riley to lead the league in home runs at 35-1. to 1. I think there's some pretty solid value on that for a guy that could, are, could probably get some better pitches based on people wanting to avoid uh, Matt Olson and how they play around that lineup. But those are really, um, those are really the things that I've been playing with. It's, it's really comes down to like Strider for Cy Young. Cause I think he is as advertised um, did, did take it for the Braves to win the world series. Cause I, I don't, you know, it's, it, if it ends up being them and the Dodgers, they're probably still dogs to the Dodgers. Uh, if the Dodgers did what they're supposed to do. Um, and then uh, Austin Riley to lead the league in home runs at 35 to one. Adam, real quick, I have a question. Where do you think yeah. that they'll put Austin Riley in that lineup? Because I was going through the lineup. You got to imagine they'll put him either third or fourth, right? Right. Like, that's the thing. It's like they had him at third most of the season, like at all the time last year. And, you know, like Olsen was just phenomenal because the, the thing is about that lineup, you got to remember, you had guys in the middle of that lineup who all had career years at the same time. Yeah. Um, like... You know, like Azuni, Azuni is good, but like mm -hmm. Michael Harris is also another one. Like Michael Harris is yeah. your nine hitter, which basically creates a 360 on your lineup that gets to start <laughs> over again because yeah. Acuna gets to come up with somebody on base. So I, I, I like looking at, um, you know, I like looking at Albies for RBI leader because I like the idea mm -hmm. of two people up on base when he's up there. And I like looking at Riley because they can put him at three or they can put him at the cleanup. Um, yeah. And also, you know, he had quote a down year with 36 home runs last year. I think he had the quietest 36 home runs last year, but what he had in, um, uh, or he had, uh, what did he have last year? He had a uh, 37, sorry. And then, you know, two years ago, he had 38. So it's just sort of like this guy, he's got it. He's, these are this lineups loaded with the first round picks. It's, um, it's not too bad. So, um, you know, to your guys point, look, when Chris sale is your SP four, you got depth. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good the, the Austin Riley pick, um, Adam. Projection wise, he's right there. Matt Olson projected forty, Acuna forty, and Riley yeah. there projected thirty six, which is nothing. You get one that carries two yards further a couple of days, and you're right back absolutely. in the game. So it's thirty five to one. Um, that's a nice play. And we never mentioned. I never mentioned uh, Jared Kalinick when I talked about the, the sort of trades, but he's been a interesting. He's been kind of a talking horse for a couple of years. People have been yeah. waiting for him and quite a, a divisive character as well because people were either really in on him or really out. They didn't seem to be in middle ground. Um, and if anyone can get the best out of him, uh, the Atlanta Braves certainly look like uh, that team. So, yeah, difficult to pick any holes in them. But we can move on to Philly, uh, Adam, and you can give us the real SP <laughs> on what's going on here. Philly 11-1. to 1. Uh, for the World Series, they are three to one to win this division, minus two fifty to make the playoffs, and they have a win total of ninety and a half games. Adam, how is this season going to pan out for the Phillies? Phillies should still be there. 
Philly should, uh, Phillies are like, you know, Phillies are bringing back everybody that they had last year, which didn't have a problem. They have a fantastic manager. I think there's still consistently value on Rob Thompson for manager of the year. I believe it's at seven to one. So it's a little too short for me, but you know, it, it might be one of those things where they reward a guy for previous years. Um, I, uh, there haven't been injury concerns. You're going to have Harper playing the whole season. Uh, there aren't any changes. Uh, and I think Har- like, you know, a full season of Harper at first, uh, and not having Kyle Schwarber in the field, the Phillies had uh, one of the worst um, defensive uh, metrics for any of the teams in the league. And a lot of that's because Kyle Schwarber is playing in the outfield. He doesn't have to do that now. Uh, so the the things like the, the, the points that I'd written down on, on the Phillies, like one thing I love is I like Trey Turner over 26 and a half stolen bases. Um, this is low. It was 30 for 30 last year. Uh, he's going to get caught more. And if you get caught more, you're going to run more. He also essentially had a, had a, fantastic year not doing anything between the world baseball classic where everyone bought him and everyone said oh man this guy's captain america and he disappeared until july when he needed us to have a standing ovation for him to to get some moxie back so i liked that um and then you know we were talking about trying to find value we talked about this before the show started but one of my favorite plays is um Phillies, uh phillies to finish second place is plus 140 they're minus 220 to make the playoffs Braves are minus 280 to win that division. So Phillies aren't winning the division according to the odds, but they're probably making the playoffs. These are similar odds there. You're essentially, if you like the Phillies, to, you like the Phillies, you got to bet them to make the playoffs. You got to bet them second place at plus 140 because it's highly unlikely that they're going to be third place and make the playoffs and be the third wild card team. Um, but um, look, they're going to do enough to get there. They are a playoff team. And um, probably my favorite bet with the Phillies is probably them to finish second at plus 140. Yeah, that again, that's one of those angles. I've picked a, a bet from that market uh, for a team that we're going to get to in a little while. So I absolutely agree with you. Uh, Dylan, do you disagree with any of that? No, not at all. As much as I wanted to, uh, I, I can't. I love I love the angle of them coming in second because the Phillies are the second best team uh, to win the division plus three ten. Like uh, Adam said, to win the to get into the playoffs minus two twenty. So they're they're def- I feel like they are a shoe win, and I feel like if they do slip up and get beca- get third, I don't think they'll be that third wild card team. So right. love the angle there. So. Uh, but yeah, on the win total, 90 and a half, I, I think they could go over their win total. Uh, I, I got an 89 and a half there out there, so yeah. chop around. But, uh, you know, this Philly team is coming off a 90-win season last year. And besides re-upping Aaron Nola, like Adam said, this is basically the same team. They did lose Craig Kimball, but they still have a solid enough bullpen. I don't know if that's and, a <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Not with the way yeah. he walks, guys. Yeah, you know, that's like, true. I don't, yeah, it's... <laughs> I guess my only issue, I guess, with the Phil, uh, Philadelphia Phillies is they have started slowly in back-to-back years, yeah. but yeah. a good, a good, you know, end to it is they did finish strong in both of those seasons. They made deep playoff runs in 2022 and 2023. So, I think this year, you know, Philadelphia they play, they're going to play a lot of good baseball. Their lineup is ridiculously strong, uh, and if Nola, Nola and Wheeler can hold their own, I think this this rotation is just going to be just fine. So my numbers came out to 93. So I do like them to go over, even if you could get a 90 and a half. So, yeah, I'm going to go over uh, their win total and a long shot player prop 
to lead the league in home runs. Bryce Harper, 50 to one, you know, that's good. It's a great number. Yeah. Great number. I, I had a, I had to throw a little, a little pizza bed on it. And, you know, he does struggle to hit for power immediately, you know, coming back from Tommy John surgery last year, but you know, he did manage to hit through three home runs in just 56 games, but then he clobbered 18 across 70 in the second half uh, of the season. And then he had five, I think in the postseason. So, you know, Harper, he's never led the league in home runs, but he's consistently serves as that power threat. And, you know, now at first base, I think he could help this this team. He's, you know, he's not going to have too much, put too much energy into the field on his defensive side of the game. So I think just based on pure value, I, I had to sprinkle a little on Bryce Harper to uh, lead the league in home runs. Um, my handicap of this, because I haven't got a dog in the fight, I'm sitting here with a Phillies fan and a Mets fan. It was just really hard for me to get excited. And that's not because they're not good. It's just because they haven't changed. They're just like, yeah. and you both made the point, they're just going to run it back again. You know exactly what they're going to do. You've got the one two punch from Wheeler and Nola. So they won 90 games last year. The total set at 90 and a half. It's just nothing, nothing different at all. Kimball yeah. out in Merrifield, Whit Merrifield, it was a little Swiss Army it. knife. They're calling him Wiz, they're calling him Wiz Wit in Philly. That's his, <laughs> that's his Philly nickname. I love it. Nice. Um, yeah, and he, he, he'll do bits and bobs. He, he's a handy player to have around. Um, I don't like the World Series odds. I don't like the divisional odds. I think they should be closer to 25 to 1, 28 to 1. Uh, probably double the price than they are. But the rotation, as Dylan just said, is rock solid. Um, projected second in uh, war um, for the rotation. It's the battle lineups only project, uh, projected 18th and first for the bullpen. But yeah, it's it's just hard to get too excited because there's no question marks. I think the teams that you like handicapping from a betting point of view are the teams with the question marks. And then yeah. you can fill in your own stuff. Are they going to be good? Are they going to be bad? We kind of know what we're getting here. And the books know as well because they've hit the nail right on the head. If you gave me $100 to force me into taking it over or under, I would take the over. And I just think because it, they can improve their road record. They were really strong at home last year, 49 and 32. So if they can just pick up a little bit on the road, I think they can get over. But yeah, um, there's going to be other teams. Unfortunately, that I'll be uh, I'll be making picks on. Move on to New York Mets. I got a little message off MLB today saying it is 100 days to the London series, which oh. I didn't realise. Yes, which is the Mets and the Phillies. So that's exciting. Yeah. I still haven't decided how fancy um, my ticket should be because <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a rich man. So I can, I can maybe squirrel some fun money off and get some really fancy tickets. Because I went last year, and I'd like to sit maybe somewhere different, get a different perspective. Um, so I'm going to have to wear, open my piggy bank, see what's in there, and see just how um, how fancy but, uh, I can make these tickets. The Ian Happ home run money from last year, man. That was like, I think oh, that was right. all yeah. on that. We all called that. You, I remember you saying you were going. I absolutely remember an Ian Hat home run call being a thing, and he crushed that thing uh, because that's just that's just how he operates um, against uh, Wainwright. Um, and he just brilliant. I, I put two home run bets on that day, and Ian Hat went quite early, so I celebrated that. But then Dansby Swanson was my other yes, bet, and he went in the ninth, <laughs> I think. And by then, I had about four beer bats full of ale, so I celebrated the second one. <laughs> 
a lot in, more enthusiastically. I was belligerent, as Dylan would say. I celebrated that one because um, I was full of beer by then. So, yeah, I can't wait for that. 100 days. My other option is whether I go both days or just the one because it is expensive. And obviously, I've got to travel all the way to London, hotels, transport. It's not cheap. Oh, you um, got it. So, yeah, like I say, it the piggy bank could be getting pushed into seeing what I can afford. Um, We'll clear the floor and let Dylan rant about his bets after I've told you about Hall of Fame bets. Um, helping everyone win bigger by betting smarter this NBA season. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research every NBA and soccer bet with historical stats and data. The thing to do here is get all your legs ready. Uh, get your third leg out. Stick it into Hall of Fame bets, revolutionary parlay optimizer, and you'll get things like hit rates broken down by leg. Expected probabilities, sort the players by hit rate, find out who's hot, who's got value, all the good stuff. So stop it in the dark, join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hufbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Next on the list, then, are those pesky... Uh, New York Mets odds are let me find my page for the World Series. The New York Mets are 50 to 1. Um, for the division, they are 10 to 1 to make the playoffs plus 170. And we've got a total here of 82 and a half. I don't know which way Dylan's going to go here. Um, if I had 50 pence, I would put it on him being negative about them because I know his general disposition. Come on, Dylan, you're going to surprise us and talk the Mets up. Yeah, no. I, I mean, after we, we just got the news about Kodai Sang, I think maybe last week or two weeks ago, shutting him down. It just, it's like Stephen A says, what could go wrong will go wrong, especially for these New York teams. I, I got to go under here on their win total, 82 and a half. Uh, I see 81s out there as well. So if you could get an 82, bank on that. You know, like I said, we all heard about the Kodai Sang. He'll probably miss the beginning of the season starting on the IL and, you know, this team just needs a lot of things to go right for them to go over this number. I'm not a big fan in anyone they got. Luis Severino, Adrian Hauser, Sean Manaya. I mean, any of them. I don't like any of them. Kodai should be the team's ace when he comes back, but there's just not a ton of upside with this rotation. The lineup looks okay. I'm not too pessimistic about, about the lineup. I think Pete should have a really good season. He's fighting for a contract. I, I think he'll he'll ball out. Hopefully Lindor, Brandon Nimmo, uh, Francisco Alvarez, he was getting a little better plate discipline later on in the season. So hopefully they could hold their own and we could have some good at-bats. But I feel like the only way this team goes over their win total is if they're competitive around the trade deadline. I do feel like uncle Steve will make some moves if, if they're in the race, but if they're not and they're not going to be in playoff contention, I just feel like this, this is another 75, 77 win team. I feel like this team struggles, especially in the rotation. Their bullpen's not good. I just don't see how they win 80 games. I, I really don't. So I don't think they'll make the playoffs. Um, I don't, I don't see a good season at all for my Mets. I, yeah, I agree with you. Um, it's it's a rebuilding year, really. It's a bit it's a bit of a nothing year. There's a bit of, there's some new leadership in there, and the Mets need some stability, I think. And this is a year really to try and create a little bit of stability uh, for them, which unfortunately is going to make it not very exciting on the field this time around. Um, this is Peter Alonso's uh, free agency year as well. Um, probably will re-sign with the Mets. 
No, but it's an interesting uh, thing to watch. What? What? I don't you know don't about that. I don't, I don't know the way they handled the contract negotiation over the the summer. He wanted a big deal. They didn't get it done during arbitration. They just got the one year. So, not the way the way I've been reading in the New York uh, media that I read. Uh, I'm not too positive they're going to get a deal done, but they need to. If is they he, want to build around any chasing, guy, it needs to be him. Is he chasing some kind of home run record for the Mets? I mean, he's got like 200. And he's got he's got yeah. 200 already, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And he's That's only been in the league for the record, maybe. He's only been um, in the league for five years, and he's got he's already halfway to he's got to be almost halfway to 500. It, you know, it it's also just keep in mind the way that MLB is structured. Like it is, so the owners got to have a great deal, even though they have a they don't know how to sell their own product. And um, like I mean, they are because like you can't you don't you can't hold out in MLB. It's not the same way that there's not this kind of the players just don't have any leverage. And um, but I agree. I mean, I don't know if he's gonna if he'll stay there, but only I mean they they back the truck up for him. We'll see. Real yeah, quick. Yeah, real Go quick, on, Mal. Uh, five seasons with the Mets. He's back. He, his average in five years: two fifty-one, six hundred and thirty-five hits, one hundred and ninety-two home runs, and four hundred and ninety-nine RBIs. So he did win Rookie of the Year uh, five years ago. But yeah, I, they have to break. Like, like I said, like the Mets want to build around their their franchise or rebuild. Like you were saying, they need they need to do it around Pete Alonso. And if they don't, they're fools. I mean, the, the the lineup isn't terrible, and they will have some good days. Um, there was the, they had that little baby Mets thing that lasted about four weeks, maybe last summer, when everyone got a little bit excited. Uh, Vientos and Beatty, if they can take a step forward this year, but the rotation is incredibly average, and that was before Senga went down. I made my notes before Senga went down here, um, and after that, I know the Mets like the upside of Severino. Hauser's got a really safe flow. I watched Hauser pitch the other night, and it's just so exciting. Like, um, the bullpen's all right. They've got it needs working out the bullpen, but they have got the right pieces there. They just need to get them in the right areas. Diaz Ottavino, really. Um, they added Diekman, Fujinami, um, Lopez as well. So they're gonna be all right. I, I think they're a 500 team. Um, in the total for me. Is too big at 82 and a half. So that's where I would go. I've got no interest in the division betting. And then I did find um, Adam mentioned the Phillies to finish second. I like the Mets to finish fourth um, in the division at two to one. However, as we'll get to in a little while, there's a Miami bet, which makes that bet obsolete uh, because there's a better price on Miami to finish third. Uh, so we'll get to that when we talk about the Marlins. So yeah, unfortunately, it's just a not even a rebuild, really. Just a year of stability, I would say. We'll do the Mets the world of good. And we can come back in 12 months' time, Dylan, and you can be all excited about how your New York Mets are going to go. Um, fourth, or possibly third, I think, uh, are the Miami Marlins. World Series price is 55-1. to 1. They are 25-1 to 1 to win this division, uh, plus 240 to make the playoffs, and their total is at 78 and a half. So four games fewer uh, than the New York Mets um, line. And again, Miami are building for the future. Um, they're going to be really, really interesting team in a couple of years' time, I think. They won 84 games last year, made the playoffs. Um, they were competitive. Some shenanigans at the, the top of the organisation. They lost Kim Ng. 
um, because the owner tried to put a pool ball um, above her um, and she wasn't keen on that. So she went, but they have added some quite interesting front office people. Um, Skip Schumacher, new manager. And what he's good at is looking after young arms and what Miami have is young arms. So I think rel relatively positive things here. They lost uh, Jorge Soler, so that took 36 run, uh, thirty-six homers out of the team. They haven't really replaced them. Still a lot of bits and bobs players. Um, Tim Anderson came in just recently. Quite interesting. I mean, it was only two years ago. He was a star, wasn't he? He was a, He's a uh, star. He's a USA the... guy too, man. He's... Yeah, exactly. W, yeah. WBC, literally 12 months ago, this time oh. last year, we were talking about that. Um, so they do have Luis Arias. Jazz Chisholm can take a step forward again. Um, as far as the rotation goes, they've lost Alcantara um, to injury, so they need to replace those 200 innings. But I like the um, the rotation here. Jesus Lozardo, um could be a stud. Uri Perez is not only very good, he's loads of fun to watch as well. Yeah. Um, I look forward to every five days just tuning in and watching Uri Perez get up on the mound. If we get 150 innings out of him, and then Braxton Garrett, Edward Cabrera, uh, Edward Cabrera, although he does walk absolutely everybody. And another name, a little bit like Jared Kalinick um, in fantasy circles for the last two or three years, has been AJ Puck. Um, and AJ Puck is potentially going for that fifth SP spot. And he pitched well the other day. All right, don't get seduced by spring, straight, uh, spring training stuff, um, but I'm a sucker for it. And AJ Puck looked okay. And I like the bullpen. Tanner Scott last year was absolutely brilliant. Um, 78 wins is the line. Um, I've got a fan graph projection of 81, and I do think they're going to go okay. A little red flag is 33 and 14 in one-run games last year for Miami. Yep. I don't know how sustainable that is. With However, a pretty low run enough. differential too, man. They were not yeah. scoring runs. You can't do that. <laughs> um, but they could be good enough to be two runs in front this time round. That's what I'm banking on. Um, I have a player prop, and it is 150 to one. Does anyone want to hazard a guess? Um, is it is it a Cy Young? No, it's a home run. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I might. I, I want. Is it Jazz Chisholm to lead the league in home runs? It's, is it... <laughs> it's Big Jake Berger. I oh, think I like that. I bet, I bet this live. The last time we did, we did a show over Christmas time, Dylan. And I must have been possibly drunk or I'd had a winner on the football or something um, because I've got a load of stupid home run bets and one of them is Jake Berger at 150 to 1. Um, That's a fun one. So, yeah, I do like the total. Um, I think there's more upside than downside. So I think they can get back to the 84 wins that they won last year. So I love the over. Um, I think plus 240 to make the playoffs is fair. But I'll go back to that mark that we just talked about. Them to finish third in the division, which is effectively them to beat the Mets in a match. It's a match. It's the Mets and the Marlins. Um, they're not going to finish second. Washington are 16 games in the other direction. So can Miami beat the Mets in a match? And I think they can. And they are plus yeah. 270 um, to uh, finish third in the division. And a, a little milestone bet I liked as well was Miami to record 80 wins is even money, plus 100. Uh, so Miami was the team out of this list that I had most stuff on. So, yeah, 
I'm, uh, I'm quite sweet on Miami as it stands. Dylan, what are you telling us? Yeah, this is one of my favorite bets uh, for this division. I, I agree 100%. I'm going over here. Uh, going to take a shot with the fish. They won how many? 82? 84 wins they won last season. And my numbers came out to 93. So I might be a little higher on them than most. But I know the absence of Sandy Alcantara, he's out for the season. I think that's going to hurt him. But like you said, this the starting pitching uh, is the, clearly the strength of this team. Jesus Lazardo, Braxton Garrett, Wood Cabrera, Trevor Rogers, Yuri Perez is just a stud. I think there's a lot of upside with uh, a lot of talent on this rotation. And, you know, this is one of the best rotations in, in the division, I would argue, too. The question is the lineup. I think we should expect be- big things out of Jazz Chisholm, uh, Luis Ruiz as well. But, you know, the rest of the group, looks you know unconvincing you know they did lose jorge soler but this team like they said i don't know how if it could sustain last year but this team just finds ways to win they have a solid rotation and when you have great pitching like they do i think they're going to be live in a lot of games so i agree i'm going to go over 78 and a half to make the playoffs plus 260 it is very enticing um might sprinkle a little pizza bet on that as well but uh yeah just like you Mal, I'm, i'm high on the fish this year very high on the fish. Um, is this a team ride, Adam? Uh, somewhat, a little bit. I realized also there was one Mets bet I want to shoehorn in here that I forgot to mention. But Pete Alonso to have more home runs than Aaron Judge is plus 170, and I love that bet. Contract, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that bet is one of my favorite ones on the board um, because I don't think anyone – I think Alonzo quietly keeps having 40 home run years. Um, look, there's a lot to like about the fish. We also didn't mention two guys that have been oft injured that are that are pretty good stuff. Uh, Sixto, former Phillies prospect, Sixto Sanchez, who's been out forever, and um, I like to call January Sixto. Um, but uh, and also uh, Trevor Rogers, uh, who lost the season last year. Really good control left not a power pitcher but a really good painter as a lefty like he's going to be back i i like that pitching a lot my overall stuff with this team though is that you get regression when you are that good in one run games and you are not scoring runs and i'm not a big fan of things in this lineup specifically i'm targeting one guy jazz chisholm under 127 hits this season here's the thing is that i don't know why this is even this number is here. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But like, yes, some projections have him a little bit over this. This dude's never completed a full season. This essentially is a bet for him to play 140 games, which he hasn't done. So I'm taking the under on that. Um, Jazz always finds a way to get himself hurt because it's Jazz being Jazz. Um, And something that I also was looking at was... um, so the Marlins opened. I'm not interested in taking the Marlins. Maybe taking something for them to make the playoffs, but like, not really interested in playing a lot of their future stuff yet. You'll have opportunities because the market will be down on them because they they don't have any superstars because Jazz will probably be on the IL. Um, but um, for the for Miami to go be five and zero oh, uh, is eight to one on on DraftKings. So they opened the season with seven home games. Four against the Pirates and then three against the Angels. They were five and two against the Pirates last year, including being three and one at home. They're going to be favorites in all those games, probably slight favorite. Maybe like there might be, they won't be heavy dogs in in any of them for sure, especially against the Pirates at home. So I think that that's worth, that's a fun bet that that they could get in. I mean, look, this bet could be dead on day one on opening day, but um, eight to one. 
um, for them to come out of there. Like, like my, my guy Trevor saying that they're going to start seven and I love it. Um, for the fish to go five and oh, it's eight to one. It's going to be better. So it's definitely better than the rollover, assuming that they're probably at least like 115 favorites in some of those games, probably higher against that Angels and probably, you know, I'd probably on day three against the Pirates, a lot higher. But uh, that's a bet that I do like with the fish um, is uh, because look, they, 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 play well early like a lot of these teams play well early and do that and uh but i'm not in on the fish they've given the phillies a lot of problems so i like i'm beating them in that month but uh that's that's pretty much all i'm gonna do that and the jazz fade are probably my two favorites i absolutely love that that is a great bit of detective work to pick that out adam uh fantastic i was just saying before we started recording that i have to put up with quite a lot of basic markets on this side of the ocean um hopefully ne- just make ne- the call the man we'll, we'll help we'll help you out wink wink and nudge nudge we will always yeah we, we love we will always uh we will always mess it <laughs> ask sean ask, ask sean his text to me on sunday mornings so i'll get it, it over <laughs> um, yeah tv dbg um, has joined us. Hello, Trev. You weren't first in, Trev. Uh, we need a note off your mother. Uh, Jar's joined us as well. Jar, yeah, Zah's um, one of my guys. Yes, Jar very often joins us on the Premier League Gambling Podcast as well. So he's tracked us down. He's um, actually based. I mean, not to cut you up, but Zah's actually just arrived, based now in Berlin. He's in. Uh, he's in Germany. Uh, so yes. now he just got there. So look, man, you got people in Europe now, Zah. You can. You got. You should go. Go fly to England. Hang with. Hang with Mal. <laughs> he was, yeah, he told us that he was in Germany. We recorded the show on a Sunday night. Uh, Wednesdays and Sundays, the Premier League Gambling Podcast. It's very good, uh, let me tell you. Um, okay, we've got one more team um, to look at. Might not be the most exciting team, but there's going to be winning bets to be had on them. So let's have a look at the Washington Nationals, who for the World Series are 125-1. to 1. To win the division are 125-1. to 1. Um, to make the playoffs, they are 16 to 1. And a total here at 66 and a half games. Adam, you can lead us off with the Nationals. This team stinks. Um, I mean, it's the 15, did you say 15 to 1 for them to make the play? That's not long enough. Uh, this team's probably still selling. Um, <laughs> this is, um, I mean, they were like, you know, they're, they're, they were trying to get rid of Lane Thomas last year. So, um, yeah, um, look, uh, I think that I do think that the Nats have some spunk with some of their young guys. Um, I'm not taking them for anything. I, I do think they're going to be one of the five worst teams in the league. Uh, that being said, there is one guy that they have that uh, a couple guys that they have that I'm pretty high on. Um, uh, pretty high on CJ Abrams. Uh, been high on CJ Abrams for a long time. I like CJ Abrams. Uh, I like CJ Abrams as a, as a sprinkle to lead the league in, in stolen bases. I think it's 12 to 1. Um, but I love his over, like, I don't like a lot of like player over totals, but I, his is a 36 and a half stolen bases. I think he should cruise past that. Um, he's just got that ability to, to do that at the top of the lineup. And it's interesting because I, I know that when he was at the top versus lane, it had a complete difference. My guy, Trevor knows we, when lane days were that we were, we were always there, but, um, but yeah, I mean, like looking at their, the rotation, like their guys aren't, these guys aren't bad. Like the, well, Patrick Corbin, Stuff aside, uh, you know, a lot of these guys have good strikeout stuff. Uh, like Mackenzie Gore, it's really hard to argue, is not like Mackenzie Gore is a great pitcher. So, this team's basically going to spoil stuff for a lot of people. I don't think that they're more than a, uh, I know they won 70 games last year, and that's, I think that that's generous this year. I still think that they hover within that 65 to, to 70 range, but probably my favorite bet for them is, um, is the CJ Abrams, uh, over his stolen bases and also. 
want to put on the radar because um a guy like Javon Alford pointed this out and and I was watching him in spring training, but um James Wood, who was a prospect of theirs, is fast as hell. He has got pop, he's was great in double A. Um, if he's not sent down, he's 50 to one right now to be uh rookie of the year across the board in the NL. That is absolutely worth a sprinkle. Um, but um man, I uh I am I'm mostly into uh mostly into CJ Abrams ceilings. Well, myself and Noah did draft CJ Abrams and uh, we had him down for 48 stolen bases nice. uh, when we drafted him, Adam. So you're right, he has cruised over that tool by 25%. Um, just talking back to the Marlins, you mentioned Sixto Sanchez. It is one of my favourite players because every time I see him, he's just a different shape to the last Huge time I've seen him. Huge now. Do you see him? He's big. Yeah, he's massive. Yeah, he goes up and down like a bride. Well, Disney couldn't draw Sixto Sanchez. Sixto uh, six pounders. That's what he was, man. He looked big. <laughs> I mean. Uh, Dylan, Nationals, inspire us. Love, love the um, CJ Adams steel base. I feel like he could just cruise Pat. 36 and a half, you said, Adam? Uh, yeah, 36 and a half at DraftKings. That oh. was uh, one of the first oh, wow. ones that I, yeah. I bet. I love that play. Yeah, definitely going to take that. Um, I love that bet. Uh, but, you know, I am surprised their win total is as low as it is, despite, you know, they were kind of respectable to finish the season last year. Like uh, Adam said, they did go over this. They did win 70 games. Uh, you know, betting the total of 66 and a half is just five worse than they managed last year. And if I'm being honest, I still think they might go under. This team stinks. They they do have some high-level prospects that I think could be fun, like uh, Dylan Cruz, Kate Cavalli, Jackson Rutledge. They should bring some excitement to this team. But other than that, I just don't have a lot of confidence. I don't think there should be much excitement about this team. I agree, though. I think they're a bottom five team in the league. I, I hate to be that guy, but I do. If I were to bet this team, I don't want anything to do with them besides that CJ Ab- Abram um, stolen base prop. Outside of that, I'd have to go under here, 66 and a half. I really don't want anything to do with them. I quite like the over, just because I don't think they're discernibly worse than last year. Um, and in fact, with another year into the younger players, they might just be a little bit better. So they did get the 71 wins. Um, so I would take the over. I mean, I'm not going to be, but if you force me, they've added a bit of empty power, uh, Joey Gallo and Jesse Winger. But yeah, the projected <laughs> rotation is 29th. Uh, they got um, stuck with uh, Joey Gallo, huh? That's uh, oh yeah, the, shift, the shift was supposed to save Joey Gallo. Just the getting rid of the shift was supposed to save yeah. Joey Gallo's career. <laughs> In his one seventy-eight average. Sorry to interrupt um, you. He is just everyone knows. He is ranked the two hundred and fifty-seventh. Uh, oh player goodness. in MLB, just in terms of skill level, according to like according to Fangraphs right. projections, Joe, unreal, unreal. Oh, sorry, no. Joey Gallo, Joey Gallo, shade from me always. <laughs> There's some great old photos you can see of shifts against Joey Gallo. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taken from the back of the from the, like, the back row of the stand <laughs> when all all eight of the oh sorry all seven of the fields just stood by first base like this just all of them oh. in a five yard area because that's where it's going. Um, but I think I mean there should be five hundred to one to win the division. Yeah. I don't know. They're not they're not going to get anywhere close. I mean, Mackenzie Gore is worth a look. Josiah Gray, Dylan, last year, a couple of times, we quite enjoyed taking him. And um, the Cor- even Corbin, but the Corbin's getting some shade thrown at him um, in the chat. He was but a lot better a last year. Week. He had one month where he was really backable, like. Um, and 
we're not getting seduced. He was great tonight. I think he pitched two or three innings against um, the Cardinals. He just can't go more than five. He's 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 not he's 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 fine. He's just like he's just not what he was like years ago on that on that one team. But he's just yeah. Um. So Washington from a betting point of view, there'll be the odd day when I'm interested in him. There's absolutely will when, like you say, when you get Gray or Go or Corbin in a good spot and maybe Joey Gallows hit a couple of dingers the day before. So I'll be interested in them on a daily basis, maybe. But that's about it. Like um, James Wood made my notes uh, that Adam mentioned. Again, catching the eye. He's hit two um, really nice sounding home runs um, in spring training so far. And Dylan Cruz is another one. Um, who just in the middle of the season, just throw him up there because why the hell not? He's quite a highly rated prospect. He's sort of fallen off a little bit, uh, but then get him back. So they've, they've got some names to watch. They're gonna, um, they're gonna get a little bit better. So yeah, that's about all you can, uh, all you can do on the Washington I'm Nationals. I'm looking at their guys. Oh man, Oof. yeah. But what are you looking at the lineup? <laughs> I'm looking at their prospects and so I mean, it's just it's sort of like there's you know they're still paying Stras- Strasburg. Does he still on the roster? Because uh, yeah. they got to pay him for another four more years. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, Carter Key, boom, that name. I genuinely didn't think he was still a thing. Because um, <laughs> I remember when he came up and was a, he was the next, he was sort of the great white hope three or four years ago. And then absolutely was unable to hit the baseball. And he's still sitting there on the bench. Um, Jake Irving doesn't really inspire much confidence. So, yeah, we'll see. Like, we'll get them, we'll get them the odd day, plus 250. Uh, we'll have a winner on the Washington Nationals. Um, so, gentlemen, that has got us uh, through all five teams. So we'll go back to you, Dylan. Um, just a, a little recap and any other any other bets stand out in this division that you've got for us? Uh, yeah, to recap, uh, I like the Braves to go under. I'm going to take a chance on their under their win total. I do think they're going to win the division. Obviously, they're going to make the playoffs. I sprinkled a little on Matt Olson uh, to lead the league in home runs. Uh, Ronald Cunha to lead the league in steals. Spencer Schrider, strikeout leader. As for the Phillies, I really do like Adams' play on them finishing second. I don't I can't imagine them finishing anywhere else in that division. Um, I like them to go over their win total at 89 and a half or 90 and a half, whatever you could get. I sprinkled a little on Bryce Harper, 50 to one long shot to lead the league in home runs. Mets just fade them. Go under them. Um, <laughs> the Mets, uh, the Marlins, excuse me. Uh, that's my favorite bet. That, that's going to be my best bet. I love them this year. Uh, I like them to go over their win total of 78 and a half. And then the Nationals, like I said, I'm just going to fade them and go under their win total. And I am going to tail Adam on that, um, that stolen base uh, prop for CJ Ad- Abrams. Okay, thanks, Dylan. Appreciate it. Um, Adam, what are your best bets for the NL East? Um, it's going to be, um, Strider to win Cy Young, eat some chalk, right? Uh, Austin Riley to lead the league in home runs, uh, Phillies to finish second. Um, uh, Alonzo to have more home runs than, uh, Aaron judge, uh, jazz Chisholm under his hit total for the season. Marlins to Marlins to start Marlins to start five and oh, and then, uh, CJ Abrams to the moon. Frankly, yeah, I love that. Um, that's a whole load of different markets as well. Um, so you've turned me on to something here, Adam, which is that Philly. Ooh, ooh, talking dirty, yeah, talking dirty. The, the, 
Phillies to finish second. What was that? Plus one forty, you said. Uh plus one forty. Yeah. Yeah. Because what a bet I've had written down here was the Atlanta Philly one two straight forward. Same price. Which it's should be the same price. Oh yeah, well, then. exactly. Yeah. So immediately um, you found me thirty points. There and you that's go. the kind of thing you have to do <laughs> uh, pre-season and sniff around. But um, I see I've got the 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 big silly one. I've got Jake Berger. Uh, for the most home runs at all. That's a fun bet. That's a real fun bet because he's a fun. He's like he just. That's yeah. what he does. He's like a Matt Stairs guy. He's like I love that dude. So that's a good bet. I love that. One of my techniques for this season, and I've said this on the couple of preview shows I've done, is just to fire some darts at silly prices. And on the first of September, I want to have two or three runners. I know twenty-five of them will have fallen by the wayside, but I want a 40, 50, 100 to one shot. Yeah. Like, see, no, we got totally. a D back last year, seventy-five to one. So we had something yeah. to cheer all the way through. Uh, I've got loads of daft little bets. Yeah, um, I got like a couple. Of, I got a couple of those. I got a um, and I was I was with you guys on the D backs last year. I the one that I have. I know you just did. I know that they you did the uh, AL Central yesterday. I took Cole Reagans to lead the league in K's at eighty to one. And uh, I mean, and, and then I took um, and Max Muncy to lead the league in RBIs at 150 to one because he's he's behind three guys who should be on base. And here comes Trevor with his Tiger Tail Central. But yeah, those darts, right? Those darts are the fun ones. Like do that. Like that burger bet is fun. That's a fun bet. So that's a great price. So, 80 to one. Yeah. Well, now it's not. Now it's like uh, 40. But it was. One, like, but those are the guys to look for because yeah. here's the thing: mm -hmm. when you look at any of these markets, you also got to figure: is this if this guy does this, he would win Cy Young or whatever? His Cy Young price has been all the Cy Young prices, by the way. Overall, I think are are just nuked. Uh, mm -hmm. Nothing looks like I mean everything's super short. Um, but if somebody was twenty five to one to win Cy Young and they're eighty to one to lead the league in strikeouts, like that just doesn't add up because you got like they're they're correlated. So he should have been shorter anyway. But that yeah, Cole Reagan's is great, but I'm not trying to get us off topic. Um, well, I was punching the air when you mentioned him. I've just <laughs> um opened my bet three six five. I have a bet here. Don't ask me what my staking strategy is. Again, alcohol might have been taken when I put this on, but I have seven pound forty one. On Cole Reagans to lead the league in strikeouts. Oh, nice, dude. Awesome. We will yeah. be on it together, man. Nice. I love it. I love it. Uh, I've got the exact same bet on there, yeah. So Excellent. Another, so uh, then we're going to have a tracker. We're going to have the Mal and Adam tracker this season on Cole K's. I love it. I'm. That's great. That makes me so happy. Another BFL bet there. Um, yeah, and my, my best bet here is Miami to finish third in this division, plus 270. Like I say, plus 240 to make the playoffs is a fair price. But again, we're stealing um, 30 points here because I do think they're going to uh, finish above the Mets. I think they're four or five games better than them. I don't see why they can't get to 84, which they did last year. So the Marlins to finish in exactly in third place is plus 270. And we are done. Dylan, do you have anything else to tell the people before we let them go? No, just gear up. We're gonna keep pumping out these uh preview these uh division previews. Uh, I'll be on one next week, but yeah, we're less than a month away, and I just can't fucking wait. Baseball's back. I um I already started getting angry that there's no baseball on the second day of the season. I've been looking so excited. I've been <sighs> looking at the schedule and I've sort of planned my first day. And then on the second day, on the Friday, it's like an eleven PM start for me. So I don't know what I won't be able to contain myself all day. You should put one game on in the afternoon, surely, for all the people sitting in the office on a Friday afternoon. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that annoyed me. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Adam, anything else you want to tell us before we go? 
No, thanks for having me, guys. I'm sure I'll be back on a couple times this season to uh, to hawk some fills with you guys. But I'm um, pretty excited. You guys know I love my SGPN peeps. So happy to be here. Thanks again. Yeah, brilliant. I really enjoyed that. I was I thought I was excited before we started this show, and I am even more enthused to have it. Oh, talked dude, to you. knowing that there's another Cole Rig and somewhere <laughs> that we're both holding that ticket is so great. I love it. It's just that that if nothing else, that's made my that's completely made my season. Yeah. Uh, we just need to cash it now. Um, thanks, everyone, who <laughs> was in the chat. Uh, the chat very much resembled last year's chat. Um, the only thing we were missing was an Oakland first five innings pick. Um, so that pleases me as well. Captain saying, oh, Catfish, TV, DVJ, um, everyone else who joined us in there. So appreciate that. Um, and like I say, if you don't um, follow us on YouTube, please do like and subscribe and all that sort of thing. It makes a difference to what we're trying to achieve here, which is God knows what. Uh, thanks, Dylan. Thank you, Adam. Uh, we'll speak again as the season goes on. Uh, keep your eyes peeled in the usual places for the next scheduled um, divisional preview. And until then, we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.